Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Wanna be where you are. <laughs> I gotta be where you are. <laughs> I wanna be where you are. I gotta be where you are. Wanna be where you are. Gotta be where you are. Gotta be where you are. Thank you, Vanessa. Hey, Stassi. My baby. Hey, baby. I see Jamaica on, my other baby. Cam on. Hey, Veronique Jackson, the queen. Hey, Chavez. Good morning. Good morning. My God. I wanna be where you are. Gotta be where you are. Wanna be where you are. Hey, Tamika Thomas. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, there's my other baby. Hey, Cambria. Wanna be where you are. Hey, DeShannon. My God, if you're not in it, I don't wanna be there. Hey, C. Rose Mallory. Hey, my love. Hey, Carol. Good morning. Hey, Julia. My Insta family running a little behind today, Monica. Where are people at? Thank you, 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 thank you. I want to be where you are. Gotta be where you are. Hey, Carol. Wanna be where you are. My God. Hey, Deidre. Hey, Nisi. Thank you, 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 thank you. I don't want to be anywhere else. <laughs> Nowhere else. I want to be in a constant, constant presence of God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because he said to me in the word, can I read something to you? Thank you, thank you, Lord. My God, thank you, thank you. My God, glory. I will do anything just to see you. Hey. And behold you as my king. I want to be where you are. Come on. This is where you are. <laughs> is where you are. My God. <laughs> Love is where. It's who he is. <laughs> I want to be where you are. <laughs> My God. For your glory. For his glory. Lord, we thank you for your glory. My God. I want to be where you are. So I want to read this to you because, uh, hey, Anna, uh, when we start saying we, you need to understand that God never departs from you. I got that song on replay. My God, oh Lord, you've examined my heart and know everything about me. This is Psalms 139. 
You know, when I sit down or when I stand up, you know, my thoughts, even when I'm far away, you see me when I travel and when I rest at home, you know, everything I do, you know what I'm going to say, even before I say it, Lord, you go before me and follow me. He is my front and my rear guard. Baby, this is powerful. You go before me and you follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. My God, our Psalms 23 says, he anoints my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. My God, thank you for ministering to us, Father. Thank you for being consistent, Lord God. Thank you for being faithful. My God, thank you for giving us um, the oil of gladness. Thank you, Father God, for joy in the morning. Thank you for fresh grace. Thank you for blessings. Thank you for mercy. My God, I thank you. You know, we never know how this devotional is going to go. We never know what direction God will go or lead us in. So I thank him for fresh grace every morning. And I thank him for waking us up in the morning and um, being so intentional with us. He says, such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. He said, I, ne I can never escape from your spirit. <sighs> I don't know about you, but that brings me comfort to know that God is with me wherever I am, right? Like, yeah, come on now. He, the fact that he knows everything about us. He knows what we were thinking. He knows what we did last night. He knows even what we're going to do today. My God. Father, I just lift up Shonda and I thank you for wrapping her in your bosom. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. He said, I never can, can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the grave, you are there. If I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell by the farthest oceans, even there, your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become light. But even in the darkness, I cannot hide from you. If you that's comfort. If you were trying to figure out whether or not God is with you, like God is with you in the most unforeseen circumstances. Come on, Anna, that is a hallelujah. God is with you in the most unforeseen circumstances. He said, I could ask the darkness to hide me. He said to you, the night shines as bright as day. Darkness and light are the same to you. He is the same God in every circumstance and in every situation. He said, you made all the delicate. My God, can you say that this morning? Even if you're a man, can you say that this morning? I am delicate. He made all the delicate inner parts of my body. So can I tell you something? When you go to pick yourself apart, you're picking the father apart. My God, he made all the delicate, intricate parts of you. My God, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. My God, you are made in, my, in the image of God. That is so powerful. So I can't pick myself. I can't afford to pick myself apart because when I pick myself apart, 
John, I'm picking God apart. When I home in on my imperfections, when I beat myself up, when I operate in condemnation, I'm picking myself apart. So he made all the delicate inner parts of my body. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something amazing? This is why you need your armor. You delicate, baby. This is why you cannot operate in things in your own strength. Can I just pop? Come on, Holy Spirit. I guess we're going in this direction this morning. Can I, can I just show you something? Can I, can I just show you something, how delicate you are? You are so delicate that he said to you daily, I need you to put your full armor on because I need you to protect the inner delicate, the inner delicate parts of you. He says, finally a word, be strong in the Lord. You don't have to be strong in your strength. Come on now. Be strong, be in your own strength. He says, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you'll be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world. Still be standing firm, stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth. You got to know what God says about you. You got to know about who you are in Jesus Christ. You got to have that belt of truth on because the belt of truth holds up all the other armor. Yeah, you delicate, you delicate. This is why he wants you girded in truth. This is why he wants you to understand it, you fragile, you delicate. You are so delicate. The world told you, you need to be strong and mighty, right? The Lord, your God is strong and mighty. You get to be delicate. You get to be delicate. You get to be precious in his sight. You get to be protected by him. This is so powerful. Look, he said, put on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. So the righteousness gives me my armor. Yeah, you delicate and the righteousness gives me my armor. My God. So I don't have to be abrasive and I'm, I'm gangster. You ain't gotta be all that. Like you ain't got, cause God is all those things to you, right? He says for shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news. My God, peace comes from the good news. Peace comes from the good news. He says, in addition to all these, hold up the shit of faith, right? When you hold up the shit of faith, you're going to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Can I tell you something? When you walk in faith, when you make a decision to walk in faith by sight, when the enemy knows that you're in faith, he doesn't keep throwing fiery arrows at you because he knows that your faith is so strong. Yeah, Julia, when you're weak, he's strong. You don't come on, Victoria. You get to be the lady. And if even if you're the man, you get to get your general, Jehovah Gabor, the God that goes to war for you. You get to allow him to go to war for you. Right. And so we're going to put on our shield of righteousness. We're going to put hold up the shield of faith. So we stop all the fiery arrows. When I'm in faith in his word that you know, God, you know how the adversary just keeps slinging stuff at you when he knows that your resolve is in the word. When he knows that your faith is in the word, he'll stop talking to you about some of that dumb stuff. He'll stop bringing up some of the same stuff over and over again. And the reason that he'll stop bringing up some of the same stuff over and over again is because he knows that you're standing in truth. He knows that you're standing on the word. He knows that you've accepted your righteousness in Christ Jesus. And he'll stop condemning you because he knows you've got the resolve that there is no condemnation in Christ. 
My God, there is no condemnation in Christ. So you got to get up every morning and put on your helmet of salvation, right? He says, I said, put on the salvation of your helmet and take up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God and pray in the spirit at all times. Right. And on every occasion, stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. And I'm going to act like Paul in here and say, and pray for me too. And pray for me too. Ask God to give me, Lakeisha, the right words so I can boldly explain God's mysterious plan and the good news for the Jews and Gentiles alike. Pray for me too, right? And pray for me too. My God, is that so powerful? So let me go back over to Psalms 139. So this is why you have to put on your armor. You're delicate. You precious in his sight. My God, Lord, I thank you that we are girding ourselves up in truth this morning, right? He says, so he says, so I'm deli- my delicate inner parts of my body and you knit me together in my mother's womb. My God. So if the enemy starts talking to you and saying to you, oh, you a mistake. Uh, your parents had you out of wedlock. He loves to call us bastards and all this other crazy stuff. Your mom and them didn't want you. They talked harshly to you. Ain't nobody else going to want you. You need to assert yourself in faith in the word and say, no, God knit me together in my mother's womb, right? Not God knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you, Father God, for making so wonder, making me so wonderfully complex. So when people start telling you, you too complex for me, say, no, God made me wonderfully complex and God gets me and God understands me. I love how intentional God is with us. He says, your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. My God, your workmanship is marvelous. When God carved you out, we get so critical of ourselves. My God, I drive out every spirit of judgment, every spirit of condemnation, everything that has made you low morale. I drive out every force. I shut the voices off in your head and in your ears that has spoken to you about yourself for way too long. The voice of condemnation, the voice of lack, the voice of low self-esteem. I sever the cords right now. I declare and decree today that you will not replay those voices in your head any longer. My God, you'll no longer call yourself stupid. You'll no longer call yourself dumb. My God, you will not be critical of yourself. You will not get up in the morning and start criticizing your body. I drive out every force of darkness. Yes, Julia, every self-judgment is cut off right now in the name of Jesus. My God, you are his workmanship. You are his masterpiece. You are marvelous in his eyes. We become so critical of ourselves. The mirror starts talking back to us. Don't trust that mirror. Don't trust that mirror. Don't trust. This is the only mirror that you're to judge yourself by. This this is the this is the only mirror that you are to judge yourself by. You are to judge yourself by this mirror and nothing else. No other judgment should you come into this mirror and nothing else. I am decreeing and declaring and praying that you come into the beauty and the fullness of yourself. Some of you guys have watered yourselves down so much that you're not even taking care of yourself, that you're not even come on now, that you're not even positioning yourself to prosper, that you're not even positioning yourself for your best life. My God, you're not even really taking care of yourself like you just 
throwing yourself together in the morning. God doesn't want you to just throw yourself together. You are, you are knit uniquely. You are knit uniquely. You got to care for yourself. You got to comb your hair. You got to take care of yourself. You got to love on yourself. My God, I am praying for you, man of God. You got to take care of yourself. The enemy doesn't want you to take care of yourself. And so he says, you watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion. My God, can I tell you something about the secret self? I'm going to, I'm going to tell you something. He says, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb, you saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your books. That's why I like Romans tells me all things will work together for my good. Like all my mistakes, right? Are going to prosper. Oh, I pre yes, Monica, Lord, make me who you call me to be. Give me eyes to see who you call me to be. My God. God, most of us don't even see the masterpiece that God, we operate in a, can I tell you something? It can be coming out your mouth, but not reflected in your spirit. And if it's coming out your mouth and not reflected in your spirit, it's not revelation yet. Anytime we lower the standards of who we are in Christ Jesus, anytime we don't walk into the beauty of who we are, my God, it's a marvel. It's a marvel. It's a marvelous thing. It's an inward thing. It's an in it's an introspection. It's not about this external. The external will line up with the internal. When you understand the beauty of who you are in the internal, your external will begin to um, manifest on the outside. We often hide ourselves because we're not internally in place. We don't understand the beauty of who we are internally. Those th our hearts are still hardened to ourselves. Your heart can be hardened to yourselves. You will be hardened to yourselves. And I can do a whole class for ladies on how do we don't walk in the fullness of ourselves, right? Because our internal will line up with our external. And even though um, charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, I do believe that, right? But when a woman fears the Lord, her internal and her external will begin to manifest the glory of God. And it all begins to line up and it looks according to kingdom. But when the enemy is deceptive and he doesn't want you to understand that God saw you before you were born and every day of his life was recorded in your book. I love to esteem women. Like I love to, like I would, like if I could sit y'all all in my living room, I would love to talk to you and esteem you and build you up. Like I want you to know the beauty of who you are and how amazing you are. And you do not have to reduce yourself for anybody. And I'm not talking about your, your physical attributes, but I'm talking about how amazing, how beautiful and how marvelous. And I, and I love to build men up and tell them how great and strong and mighty God created them. Right. It says every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. Every moment was already laid out before a single day that passed. It says, how precious are your thoughts about me? God's thoughts are so precious towards you. God's thoughts are precious towards you. God's thoughts are not condemnation. God's thoughts are not 
um, conviction. God's thoughts are precious towards you, Monica. He thinks you're so precious. He thinks you're so amazing. He thinks, baby, he thinks you golden. He thinks you're golden, John. He thinks you're golden, Cherie. He thinks you're golden. He thinks you're golden. You know, the song says, I'm living life like it's golden. God thinks you're golden, Anna. That's how God thinks about you. That's how God thinks about you. You're right, Tina. We talk bad about ourselves. And I just decree and declare today, you will never talk bad about yourself another day. Like not another day will you talk bad about yourself. Not another day will you speak negative over yourself. Not another day will you be condescending to yourself. Not another day will you beat yourself up. I sever the cords and the tides to that in the name of Jesus. I drive out that force of darkness, of despair and low self-esteem and cancel that assignment off your life. The enemy is lying to you. You do not know how amazing you are are in God's eyes. You got to get revelation of this so that you can walk in the fullness and the beauty of who you are and you can accept yourself the way God made you. My God, woman of God, you are so beautiful. My God, man of God, you are so handsome. You are so strong. You are so mighty. My God, it says you saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day and past. God, even, even your worst days, God knew it. Even your your worst days, God knew it. Even your worst days, Moni, God knew it right now. It says, he says, how precious your thoughts are about me. They cannot be numbered. My God, they cannot be numbered. They cannot be numbered. God's thoughts, God's thoughts about you cannot be numbered. How highly the father thinks of you cannot be numbered. You stop picking yourself apart. My God, how beautiful God thinks you are cannot be numbered. I do y'all know I used to work and walk in some of the worst self-esteem. I used to walk in some of the worst self-esteem because I was bullied as a kid and I didn't know how beautiful and how precious I was to God. My God, my self-esteem was so low. And when your self-esteem is so low, it leaves you compromised. But that's a whole nother lesson, right? And when I began to get revelation of who I was, it wasn't because I was being affirmed through people. It was because I became affirmed in the word of God and the word began to say beautiful things. God's thoughts towards you are so precious. He said they cannot be numbered. God thinks more highly of you than you think think of yourself. He said, I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of the sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. So even if you had a bad night, when you wake up, God is still with you. Oh God, if you would only destroy. And then he starts saying, if you'll deal with my enemies, if you'll deal with the, those that pursue me, if you deal with those, with my, with those that hate me. And then this is what I love. He says, search me, oh God and know my heart, test me and know my anxious thoughts, right? Point out anything in my life that offends me and leads me and offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. My God, anything in my life, Lord God, that does not line up with you, my God, anything that, any thoughts that I'm having that does not line up with you, any negative perspective that I have in life that does not line up with you. Kim, you may have to say that to yourself every, every day. I am your beautiful daughter and walk in that 
and be bold in that, right? Can I, t- and be bold in that and show up and be present. Can I tell you, um, when you are not, um, firm in what God says about you, um, how even you dress will begin to go up and down, like up and down. And then if you don't care about your dress and that's a whole nother story, but how you begin to dress, like the, the one day you'll take care of yourself. And I'm just talking about just what, one day you'll take care of yourself. And then the next day you won't take care of yourself. That's a sign that you're not firm. One day you'll comb your hair, put your makeup on the next day. You won't one, one day you'll be, one day you'll show up. When I mean about show up, you'll show up in the fullness. And the next day, that means you're still wrestling with who you are in Christ Jesus, right? That means you're still wrestling with who you are in Christ Jesus. And so God is affirming us today to say, I think highly it says the thoughts of God are insurmountable towards you. We are so critical of ourselves. We've received condemnation and criticism for from others. Uh, most of us deal with a spirit of rejection and we've been dealing with it for so long that it's made us unstable in who God has called us to be. Well, when you're unstable in who God, you, God called you to be, you also become unstable in your purpose, right? Now, I want to give you something else this morning. I still got some other stuff. I got a few more things. I want to read Psalms 91 over you because he, he said something. And I think this is, this is where we lose it because we don't realize um, how much God protects us. And when we don't realize how much God protects us, we won't live boldly. We, we won't live. We don't, we won't live boldly. We won't walk into the boldness of who God called us to be in Christ Jesus, because we don't understand that our protection is on God, my God. Right? So when we get the wisdom of who we are in Christ Jesus, God just revealed himself to us. Lord, I thank you for revealing himself. God just revealed to us how precious we are. And I'm not talking about a worldly self-esteem because a worldly self-esteem will make you collapse. And the reason that I'm telling you that a worldly self-esteem will make you collapse is because when your physical does not line up with what the word says is successful, you'll feel less than, and you'll be in a constant state of trying to augment yourself to fit the world's standard. I'm not talking about what the world says is beautiful. I'm not talking about what the world says is successful. I'm not talking about anything. I'm talking about a godly kingdom success, which looks completely different than this world's standard. The world will, the world will have, that's crazy. So I need you. When he said in Psalms 139, he said, you're in your mother's womb, right? You're in your mother's womb. He said, I knit you together. I, he protected you even in your mother's womb. Then this is where you receive Psalms 91, right? It says those, and I'm reading in the, in the NLT version of the Bible. And I always said my name in Javen, Jaleel, Jermaine, Josiah, Judah. Those who live in the shelter of the most high will find rest in the shadow of the almighty. So when we understand who God is, we take our rest in him and we're not worried about externally what people think of us. There is so much to Psalms 91, like there is so much to Psalm 91. And so we take our rest in him. And when we take our rest in God, then we are cool or clear that it's okay for us to be who God told us to be. But I will tell you this. Most of us not have not discovered the Jesus in us because we haven't tapped deep enough. There were things in me that I thought, like I used to be brash and abrasive, and I thought that was my character. And that is, I am as sweet as can be. Like I am as sweet as can be. I am forthcoming, I am straightforward, but I am so kind and sweet, I hate to hurt a pit person's feelings. Like I hate to, I did not used to operate in that. And I thought my brashness was a part of my character. But when I started learning 
who God was, I became so quiet, so sweet um, and so kind. And like, I hate to hurt a person's feelings. Like it's not in me to hurt somebody at all. Right. And so when I take refuge in him, when I rest in him, then I'm not worried about operating in my true character and in who I am, because I know God is protecting me. When our heart is hardened, I hear you, Holy Spirit. When our heart is hardened, um, because we've been hurt before, because we're bruised, um, because we've got some hard places, because we've, um, trying to protect ourselves. We develop these alter egos to protect ourselves and we don't rest in the Lord. We're not resting in the shelter. We're not in resolved. We don't think God has the capacity to take care of us. I'm just being honest. And when we don't do this, we create these alter egos that have absolutely nothing to do with God. <laughs> have absolutely nothing to do with God. And until we reach a depth in Jesus Christ, understanding the Jesus in us, these alter egos lead us, right? Because we're always trying to protect ourselves through these images and these egos that are, that have nothing to do with God. He said, he alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and my trust him. So I put my trust in him and nothing else. As a matter of fact, the scripture says, trust no man. I'm not going to trust man to affirm my identity. I don't know who this is for this morning, but this is not what my notes say. Somebody needed to be esteemed and built up, right? Somebody needed this this morning. So I don't put my trust in man. It says for he alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him, right? He is my God and I trust him. I don't have to trust anybody else to give me my identity. He is the one that provides my identity because if I give my identity from other people, I will not know who I am in Christ Jesus. I will not understand the Jesus that lives in me. I will not, I will not understand the Jesus that lives in me. I will not understand the power and the authority of Jesus who's inside of me. I will not understand um, the beauty of who I am of the Jesus inside of me. If I don't understand that this is what God does for me. So he, pull them all together. He knit. Yeah. Come on, Anna. Trusting him for your identity, trusting him for your identity. When we take our rescue, rescuing him, we can sit back, we can relax and we can begin to allow him to fashion us in our image and not the external things of this world to affirm us. He says, for he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. There is no trap that you're going to fall in that God is not going to rescue you from. Right. And so when we are abrasive and we, when we are hardened and we are not soft and we are not tender and our hearts are not tender and, and they're not responsive towards the Lord. And when they are not responsive towards the Lord, we will always proceed with caution instead of proceeding in faith and favor. <sighs> Y'all going to pull this on out. We will proceed with caution instead of proceeding in faith and favor when we need to proceed in faith and favor. Right. And so we will have this caution. We want without faith. It's impossible. Just put that scripture up without faith. It's impossible to please God. Right. And so when I proceed with caution, not discernment, I'm not talking about discernment, but when I proceed with caution, um, I'm fearful, I'm anxious. I'm worried. I won't walk in the boldness of what God says about me because I do not understand that he 
protects me, that he's going to protect me from any trap that I fall in. So if I make a bad decision, he's going to protect me. He's going to protect me from any deadly disease. So I don't have to spend a whole lot of time around here anxious about coronavirus, right? And even if coronavirus comes to my house, it's not going to succeed because the word of God also told me no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And if I take the word of God to, and I'm rooted in the word of God and I receive the word of God as if it's true, it's Hebrews 11, 6, and it, it is impossible to please God without faith, right? And anyone who comes to him must believe. So I've got to believe that God is my protector. I've got to believe that God is going to give me the wisdom. I've got to believe that if I fall into a trap, can I tell you something? So, Y'all going, some of y'all going to love again after this. Some of y'all are going to love again after this. God is healing your broken heart while he is ministering to you this morning. And some of you guys are going to be able to love again and you're going to love again without caution. And you're going to love again without suspicion. And you're going to love again because God is healing your broken heart right now as I'm reading the word of God on you. He is restoring everything in your heart to let you know that you can trust him with your love life, to let him know that you can trust him in dating, to let him know you can trust him in marriage. God is healing your broken heart because you are getting a revelation in your spirit that God protects you, that he's not going to let you fall in any trap, right? That God is for you. And if God is for you, God is divinely aligning your divine assignment and your appointment. And that's not just for your relationship with a man. That's also your relationship building with other women. That's also for your purpose. That's also for your career. That is what God is doing to you while I'm reading to you this morning. It says he will cover you with his feathers. His shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Remember, we talked about the promises of God. You got to know what the promise of God says. You got to know what are his promises towards me. He promised me joy. He promised me to be protected. He promised to provide for me. He promised to love me all the days. He said he would never leave me or forsake me. You got to know what the promise, because the, see the promises are your armor protection. Now, remember, skip back over to what I wrote, read you in Ephesians. Holy Spirit, you're doing something this morning. Go back over. Can we go back over to Ephesians 6 when it says you're going to put on your breastplate of righteousness. You're going to put on your full armor. You're going to take up the shield of faith because the shield of faith is going to deal with the fiery darts of the accuser of brethren. Well, when his faithful promises are my armor of protection, when I take up the shield of faith and the enemy starts speaking to me or throwing darts to me or giving me anything that does not line up with the word of God, my shield of faith will assert itself and says that says that does not come from God. That does not come from God. That is not God's very best for me. That is not God's loving kindness towards me. That is not how God thinks. Good morning. That is not how God thinks about me. So his faithful promises are our armor of protection. So the promises of God protect us. Understanding the promises of God protect us. God revealing himself to us. God renewing our mind protects us. Then it says, do not be afraid of the terrors of the night. So you should be sleeping at night, nor the arrow that flies in the day. Don't worry about your accuser of the brother. He has absolutely no power over you. He said, do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Stop letting them pump fear on you. Fear is an access to the enemy. Fear compromises our immune system. Stop letting the news pump you fear in you. Stop letting the government pump fear in you. Stop letting your friends pump fear in you. Fear keeps keep, fear keeps you compromised. 
physically in your health. He says, do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. One of the things we pray in this devotional is, Father God, give me eyes to see. Lord God, give me eyes to see. Lord God, give me eyes to see. He said, if you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter, no evil will conquer you. If you take your, if you take your residence in what the Lord says about you, no evil is evil will conquer you. This is a, no, no evil. If you abide in me and I abide in you, come on now. No evil is going to conquer you. If you think on things that appear lovely and a good report, no evil is going to conquer you. We learned yesterday, anytime we set our, our eyes on our circumstance or situation, it leads us into murmuring. It leads us into complaining. It leads us into despair, which will lead really eventually lead us into not faith, being in faith and not being in faith is not cool. So it says for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. My God, you will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. There is no situation. There is no situation that God cannot rescue you from. There is no situation. He says, the Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. My God, I will protect those who trust in Jesus name. When they call on me, I will answer. This is so good to me this morning. This is so, I feel my faith being built up in my inner man. I feel the boldness. I feel the sobriety. Remember we were talking about being sober. When I, they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. He's not just going to rescue you. He's going to honor you. And we learned in ladies Bible study. If you have not been tapping into ladies Bible study, you need to get tapped in. You need to get tapped in. There is something we learned that he is last night that he is going to plant us like oaks for his glory. He is going to plant us like oaks for his glory. Right. And then he said, I will reward them with a long life and give them thy salvation. Let me give you one more thing. And we're out of here. First John four and four, it says, you are of God, little children and have overcome come them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I want to back it up because he's telling them to test the spirits. That's what he's telling them to test and try at first John four. I'm gonna start at the four. It says, believe beloved, do not believe every spirit speaking through a self-proclaimed prophet. Instead, test the spirits to see whether they are from God because many false prophets are teachers or, and teachers have gone out into the world. But this you know and recognize the spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges and confesses the fact that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh as a man is from God, is its source. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus at Jesus acknowledging that he has come in the flesh, but would deny any of the son's true nature, right? When we, can I show you something? We are not to deny Jesus's true nature. We were made in the image of God. Jesus Christ is alive in you. And when you accept that Jesus Christ is inside of you, God begins to make you over and fashion you in his image. 
That is the work of the Holy Spirit in you, right? I'm gonna, we're gonna, we just, we're gonna eat on this for a second. So I accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and now the Holy Spirit is working in you to bring you into true revelation of who you are in Christ, because so many of us are embedded with other things that do not look like Christ Jesus and are not according to the spiritual norm. They're according to, according to religious and a norm. It says, so the spirit that acknowledges, and every spirit that does not confess Jesus, acknowledging that he has come in the flesh, but would deny any of the son's true nature is not of God. This is the spirit of the antichrist. So I need to tell you this. Any voice that speaks against you is the spirit of the antichrist. Any voice that speaks condemnation. Anytime somebody is brutal with you, anytime somebody is bitter towards you, anytime someone is condemning, even when you're that towards yourself, that is the spirit of the antichrist. He loves to devalue you so that you won't know who you are and that you won't walk into the fullness of who you were called to be in Christ Jesus. You don't know how amazing you are. So he says, little children, you are of God and you belong to him. Let me back it up that this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and is now already in the world. Little children, believers, dear ones, you are of God and you belong to him and you have already overcome them. The agents of the Antichrist. Remember yesterday I told you everything is subjected. I didn't say subject. I said subjected to change. And the reason that I used the word ED is because it has already been done for you in Jesus Christ. I used ED intentionally. The Holy Spirit said subjected, not subject, subjected to change. You have already defeated the agents of the Antichrist because he who is in you is greater than Satan who is in the world. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Remember yesterday, second Corinthians four and 18. She said, we, while we look at not at the things which are seen, right? That wouldn't we not look at the things that are unseen. We have to look at the things which are seen, right? And so when we look at the things that are that are not seen when we look at the natural eye, the worldly eye, we deny the spiritual life. When we're so focused on the world, worldly life and things and all this other stuff, we're not looking at things through the spiritual life. Then anytime we look at external things to value us, we will never receive the value of who we are in Christ Jesus. And Jesus is live and active in you. He's in your heart and the Holy Spirit is trying to pull out all the goodness of you. So you got to be patient. So we cannot continue to look through our carnal sense and reason. We can only live by the eye of faith, which is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things that have yet to be seen. The joys and the glories of heaven are eternal and they're going to last forever. When you find your joy, I hear you, Holy Spirit, when you find your strength, in God, when you find the beauty of who you are in God, that is something that is going to last forever. If you think you are defined by external or want to be defined by external successes, that stuff fades away. It will never sustain you. Your body going to get old and change, <laughs> right? Your body going to get old and change. Stuff will your house can burn down stuff will fade away so the joys and the glory when God gives us 
joy and glory. It's going to last forever. You can be in the worst circumstance. You can be in a situation, right? So be encouraged and in faith and let patience take providence in your life. Let patience take providence in your life. Let patience go ahead and work this out while you are patiently waiting. The Holy Spirit is doing a great work in you. Let me give you what he. The Holy Spirit is doing a greater work in you. So you got to let the Holy Spirit do the greater work in you. Remember, the Holy Spirit is your helper. John 14, 26, the Holy Spirit has come to help you. He's going to teach you all things and he's going to bring your bring things to your remembrance. Well, it takes time for the Holy Spirit to bring stuff to your remembrance because most of us haven't been living a life by the Spirit, right? He's an advocate. He's a counselor. He's going to give you wise counsel. He's going to tell you what's sin. He's going to tell you what's not of God. The Holy Spirit dwells in you, right? First Corinthians 3 16. Do you not know you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? The Holy Spirit is your source of revelation, wisdom, and power, but that takes time. And the Holy Spirit is here to strengthen you. He's going to give you the strength you need. He's going to guide you into all truth. John 16, 13, you got to just rest in that and you got to be patient. That's it. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. Can I pray for you? If you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, will you start there? And if you've accepted him, will you just repeat after me? There's Jesus. I'm a sinner. <laughs> my God, please forgive me of my sins. And I need you to become Lord and Savior in my life. I need you. I need you. And Holy Spirit, I need you to help comfort, teach and advocate so that I can come into the fullness of who I am in Jesus Christ. And if you just pray that prayer, guess what? He will no way cast you out. And if you've been in a backslidden state and you prayed that prayer, it works for you too. Just repent and turn it all around. Now, my last appeal to you is, will you consider partnering with this ministry? You, will you go over to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com, see all the different ways you can partner. If God places it in your heart, place a seed in there. Um, you can become a monthly partner. You can sow monthly, daily, hourly, every minute through dollar sign LMJ ministry. We are a full service ministry serving the kingdom of God. Thank you to all my partners. Father God, bless the giving of your people. I thank you that multiplication and increase. Father, thank you for supplying all their needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. I love you so much, but more than anything, God loves you. Go be loved today. Let the spirit of God be in you. Let it dwell in you. My God, may you find the grace of God active in your life today and that you walk in it, right? Love. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.